everyone. Welcome to the Dreaming in the Hollow podcast. I'm your host, Diana Hansen. Happy to be back and to begin to share with you something more personal and intimate in between the uh, bigger episodes where I have guests come on and talk about wellness and mental health and alternative modalities and healing. So in these sort of mini episodes, it will be just me, and I'm going to be sharing my personal plant journey uh, with the individual plants that I am working with and learning from and expanding my understanding on um, in the midst of obtaining my plant spirit um, medicine and plant spirit herbalism certification from the Gaia School of Earth Healing and Education. Uh, based in Brattleboro, Vermont, and and they have online um, certifications, so I'm taking the online one right now, and there are also um, in-person ones that are currently on hold due to the pandemic. So with each plant, I'm required to do a tea meditation or tea journey and obtain information from the plant spirit itself by dropping into a deep grounded meditative place and ingesting the tea or holding the plant material in my hand if I'm unable to ingest the tea from for whatever variable reasons Um, and once I'm in that meditation I ask to receive healing from the plant which takes me on my own journey which can be anywhere from like three days to two weeks where I'm experiencing a shift energetically, physically, and emotionally from um, opening up fully and receiving from the plant. I'm also asking the plant for any information or messages it might want to give me in order for me to understand more fully what this plant's power is and what it's properly used for. And then I record my findings and then continue on by creating a in-depth plant profile. And it's really fun to do the tea journey meditations before the plant profile because some of these plants I'm not really familiar with, even though they might be growing in my garden. I just haven't yet worked with them. And so to receive the information from the plant itself first and then um, sit and do the traditional plant profile. Um, And a plant profile consists of habitat, history, and folk medicine, um, its energetics, uh, its astrological... um, planet and and sun sign ruling and um, the organs of the body that it um, is meant for um, the specific uh, medicinal actions, the proper dosage, any contraindications, magical uses, and so on. Um, So In these episodes, I'm going to really be talking about my personal journey through the meditation with these individual plants one by one. 
and for the plant profiles I will share those with my Patreon supporters so that they can access the plant profiles that I've created myself along with the resources at the bottom of the plant profile itself that offers um, incredible um, books and um, articles that you can further dip into. So if you are not already on my Patreon, you can join at patreon.com slash mountainhollow at the $2 a month level to receive these profiles. So um, always make sure to start with IDing your plants properly. Get yourself a good ID book or a good ID app um, and make sure you have the proper species before you're ingesting anything. And start local. Start with your local nourishing weeds. Um, if you want to, you know, experiment and try some of this, like dandelion and burdock, you know, the nourishing herbs um, have little to no toxins in them. Um, and always make sure to check any contraindications, especially if you're taking any medications, and be sure that uh, this herb is um, okay for you to ingest. I always go by the rule, go slow, start low. And so I make, um, I don't make uh, really concentrated teas. I make really light teas and go very slow and pay attention to my body. And I, I'm not interested in overdoing it. So um, if you're unsure about something, follow your instincts. Your intuition is always right. <laughs> and... The last thing is why is why am I sharing this? Why is this so important? And it's important to me because my experience has been so profound and shamanic with these plants. I think this method of communicating with anything in the natural world, uh, specifically plants, is an ancestral uh, practice that was done a very long time ago to obtain the knowledge and understanding of how to heal people and in communities and so um, I am finding information on healing properties from these plants during these meditations and then finding out more during the plant profiles and on top of that I'm having my own healing experience and so um, it's actually a very profound uh, practice and with everything that I do probably the most important thing to me at Mountain Hollow Medicinals is taking those moments with people to begin to rekindle their relationship to nature in in the deepest way possible because there's so much healing there and there's so much transformational work that can be done it's 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 life-changing and a lot of the struggles we are facing today and the challenges we are facing today on all levels at the root of it is the disconnection to nature as you know disconnection from the love of nature and the honoring of the sacredness of of this place that we are in and working with the plants is probably the most powerful healing experience I've ever had in my life and it probably will stay that way. <laughs> um, and I hear that from everybody I talk to who is on the same path as myself. 
So I am really looking forward to sharing my personal journeys with you and also sharing the plant profiles continually on my Patreon page with all the subscribers. So thank you so much for tuning in and and continuing to be a part of this podcast. Um, I so appreciate your presence here and I hope that these journeys give you a feeling of understanding and connection and love towards the plant world. Um, The plants are very alive and they are listening and they are watching and sometimes waiting impatiently for you to spend time with them and and work with them. Um, They have so much to offer us, so much wisdom and strength and healing. So I look forward to the many shares in the future. Hey everyone, Uh, welcome to the second episode where I share my personal plant journeys with um, the plants that I'm currently working with alongside my um, certification through the Gaia School. And today, I'm very excited to talk about reishi, (laughs) which most of you know of or have heard of or are curious about. And um, I'm very excited to share this particular journey with you because it was so potent. And there's still some research that I'm working on in terms of what I saw and what visions came to me versus the uh, Materia Medica and profile of Reishi itself. There's some more digging deep that I'd like to do to try to answer some of the questions that arose with what came to me through this journey. So, um, Oh, during this journey, I had the lovely privilege of working with my first ever intern who was with me at the time. And um, with all of my interns, I take them through this process of working with plants so that they know how to do this for the future and that they have um, me with them in the beginning of their journeys um, to have support through the healing that naturally arises when we go so deep with these plants. Um, Doing these plant journeys and meditations is um, transformative, and that's why I call it transformative herbalism. It is life-changing and also very shamanic, meaning that it moves and shifts and bubbles things up that may have been stagnant or stuck and asking you to really heal in different levels of consciousness. Um, It's so fascinating and there's so much to know and here I am diving into just almost like the beginning of my journey. So I'm very excited to share Raishi with you today because what a powerful being Raishi truly is. So Reishi's scientific name, and there's a few different species, but the one that I worked with in particular is called Ganoderma lucidium. And I want to pause for a moment and just talk about that second 
word lucidium, or lucidum, actually, is probably how it's pronounced. Um, A lot of the times in the scientific names, there's this very particular word that has a lot to do with the effects of the plant or the um, plant spirit itself. And I just want to stop and talk about that word lucidum for a moment. Lucid, lucid, lucid. The visions that came through in my journey with Reishi were absolutely potent and lucid, just like a lucid dream would be. And I think with every mushroom, there's a essence of um, altered states of consciousness. And it's just a natural part of their existence and, and being. And um, when we work with mushrooms, we can experience this in a lot of different ways. of super, super subtle all the way to way too much, you know. Um, and I think in the past, when I've talked to people about reishi, they have expressed, uh, just making a reishi tea, for example, have expressed this sort of lucid sensations and or lucid dreams uh, this sort of activation in part of our brain um, that may not be the norm so there's there's a, a a weaving here of this lucid energy in healing that reishi brings in so real quick uh, reishi is a polypore mushroom that grows typically in dark, damp areas of the forests, usually on hemlock trees. But it will also grow in or on hardwood stumps and logs, including oak, um, elm, beech, maple, and, and others as well. Um, it typically ripens in high summer around July and through August. So let's just dive right in here. And so I I did this meditation outside, uh, which is relevant towards the end of the story that I'm about to tell you. Um, It was a beautiful day and I sat with my intern and um, I, I took her through the journey. I guided her through as I also went through and I made us some reishi tea, which was wonderful and earthy. A little bit salty, a little bit pungent. Um, So I dropped in really quickly, again, that lucidness. I'm already um, a dreamer. I'm already uh, someone who has visions and can really see through the veil, even on a daily basis here. So me dropping in um, can be really quick. So right away, I found myself in a forest. And there was this tree being like an ant. He was very tall. I saw some male energies, very lanky. He approached me right away uh, with a curious energy. And um, I just took a moment to look around to see where I was and was sort of kind of amazed by this tree creature that approached me. Um And when I looked down at the ground, I kept seeing this really deep, deep, deep color, like black color um, of the earth in my hands and in his hands. I just kept putting my hand in there. I couldn't believe this, like, 
incredible, like perfectly composted soil. Um, and every time I took a sip of the tea, because you continue to take sips throughout the meditation, I could somehow taste this soil in the back of my throat as the tea moved down. And just as I noticed that, I realized with every sip, I was feeding my body with a nutrient-full compost tea. I was totally taken back um, at the fact that I could taste this perfect nutrient soil that I was seeing in the vision. And it was so lucid. Um, I felt a very earthy energy in my body. It felt really powerful. And so like I always do um, with the tea journeys, I asked the spirit of Reishi for a message. And the tree man was the messenger. And so what he wanted me to do is to follow him deeper into the forest. And so naturally I did. Uh, It was a very loving energy. I had no hesitation and so he fo- I followed him a little bit of ways, and then he stopped, and he bent down to show me something. And what he showed me was this network of green tendrils in the earth, almost like mycelium or tree roots. I couldn't figure out which, and I still can't yet. Um, and I was stunned, and it was this iridescent green. It was absolutely stunning. It was bioluminescent. And not only that, it had a pulse. And with each beat of that pulse, it glowed brighter. So it reminded me in the vision, it reminded me of the cranial pulse, which we have, uh, which is an additional pulse along with the heartbeat. It's a separate pulse. If you know cranial sacral therapy, you know what I mean. If you don't, I highly recommend you check it out. It's absolutely fascinating. And it's the pulse of the cranial fluid in the body. And the balance of that is important for general health and wellness. Cranial sacral is one of my favorite healing modalities. It absolutely heals me deeply. And so this pulse reminded me of that cranial pulse, um, which made sense to me after the fact. And I'll talk about this in a moment with the, you know, Reishi's main healing properties are directed at the central nervous system. So this made sense to me, the sort of tendrils or mycelium or roots that were green and glowing uh, really mirrored Uh, the central nervous system and how it looks and how we know it to look as these kind of nerve endings and tendrils. So really interesting. The pulse was really incredible and gentle and so beautiful. I couldn't help it. I put my hand on it to sense it a little bit more and in a deeper way. And I noticed the green energy began to move up through my hands and up through my arms. And that felt a little intense for me. So I pulled back and came out of the journey and slowly brought my intern and I back to um, the now moment. And when I opened my eyes, the color green 
was just so strong and it must have lasted for 50 seconds. I was kind of blinking my eyes and rubbing my eyes and waiting for it to change, but it continued this beautiful green Um, and I had to wait and it finally shifted and once my eyes came back to regular color spectrum, I realized that Reishi really has this sort of lucid effect of shifting consciousness. Um, but I also felt really grounded and weighted down into the earth and super relaxed. Um, it was such a beautiful vision. And um, I have since, in my research of what those tendrils, those green bioluminescent uh, tendrils could be, you know, I did a lot of research online and the only thing that I could find um, was bioluminescent tree roots and that that exists in different parts of the world. Um, And it's, you know, I thought maybe it was connected to mycelium first because it's a mushroom, but when I looked at the imagery online I realized no that looks a lot more like tree roots bioluminescent tree roots but this makes sense actually or more sense actually because reishi grows on trees so I have to wonder if there's this potent green energy from the trees this like pulsing cranial nervous system life force energy that the trees share with us through what we ingest from them like reishi and also (laughs) there must be this potent nutrient dense um, healing properties that come through as well So these are the two main things I saw, this kind of compost tea, which I was feeding myself from the reishi, um, and this potent green um, pulse of life force energy coming from the tree roots up through the tree and shared with the reishi, of course. So there was a lot of amazing information um, they came through on this meditation journey and I love reishi so much. I use it in my soups. Every soup that I make has reishi in it. Um, I drink it in a chai tea every day that was created by my um, clinical herbalist that works close with me and helps me formulate the um, tinctures and teas that I need for my own physical healing. Um, So it's a big part of my everyday life, and um, I do see it in the forests where I live quite often, and it's just absolutely stunning. I mean, you can't miss it. It's this glowing, beautiful uh, red color, and it reminds me of the energy that comes from the core of the earth. Whenever I'm working in meditation and, and seeing that energy from the core of the earth, it's always that same deep red color. So, um, I'll talk a little bit about reishi more on the plant profile here, uh, the medica that I've created and I'm still creating, which 
I will share a document here. I will share with my um, Patreon supporters and subscribers. You will receive that shortly. Um, so most of the time you'll find reishi mushroom in slices um, if you're ordering it or um, sourcing it from somewhere else. They have historically been utilized as a qi tonic in traditional Chinese medicine, earning the name the mushroom of immortality. Um, reishi has been cited thousands of years um, ago in several texts and scripts as being a tonic for emperors. So fascinating. Um, it's ruled by the planet Neptune. Um, it has three plant families, which you'll see on the profile if you're a Patreon subscriber. And each uh, family grows just in a different part of um, different climates around the globe and the United States. Its herbal actions, is it's a tonic. It's an adaptogen and a stimulant and an astringent. It's sweet and salty, and it targets the central nervous system. So it strengthens the immune response, both the parasympathetic nervous system and the adrenal cortex in creating better balance physically between re reaction and relaxation. This could not be a more perfect um, plant ally, mushroom ally, <laughs> uh, for me. Uh, this is something I struggle with deeply. So um, this is why, again, it's part of my daily life. And uh, another thing I love about reishi is that, you know, you only need a little, especially if you're making a tea. So for a quart of tea, I might use maybe at the most uh, a piece the size of my thumb or maybe half of my thumb. And you can let that piece dry out again and then reuse it for, you know, three to four days. Um, maybe more, I'm not sure. But for me, um, from my clinical herbalist, I do like three or four days, three or four times. And I just keep an eye on it and keep it in a dry space um, so nothing grows on it or anything like that. So if you're, if you're curious about reishi, if you've wondered about reishi, if you felt drawn to reishi for some reason that you can't explain... I want to just personally encourage you to dive deep into what reishi is and how it could support you uniquely and individually. Um, it's an incredibly powerful medicine. And uh, the holiday has just passed and I've been making a turkey soup that has been stewing on the oven for two days now with um, two slices of reishi and it's a big, big vat of soup. And... Um, I even put some astragalus root slices in there too for some more adaptogen and immune support during this time of winter and flu season and everything that's going on. So that is my story on Reishi and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Reishi is an incredibly special being on this planet and um, do your work in sourcing it ethically. I think Mountain Rose Herbs is a great place to get um, ethically sourced herbs, but I think first it would be a good idea to check with your local clinical herbalists and their apothecaries that might be in your town or in your city 
or somewhere nearby outside of town. There are clinical herbalists all over the place, and they usually not only have herbs in stock that they can get to you quickly, or they know exactly who to to share with you um, in terms of supporting the ethically sourced herbs um, and ingredients you may need. Okay, so just sending you all a lot of love in this time as we move into the holidays and the pandemic seems to be heightening again and we're all moving on a very intense journey with or without the pandemic, even though the pandemic is a pretty important part of this kind of transformation we are all on. Um, Everything is changing and it's changing rapidly and there's a lot of healing happening, there's a lot of rebirth, there's a lot of death. We are all going through so much, no matter who we are, no matter where we are. I would love to just encourage you to um, do what you need for your health and wellness first and foremost and practice radical kindness and radical love and radical self-care. And I look forward to coming back on and sharing another plant journey with you very soon. Take care and lots of love. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning into the Dreaming in the Hollow podcast. I hope you enjoyed this amazing episode. Learn more about me and what I do here at mountainhollowmedicinals.com and check out my apothecary web shop where you can find incredible healing products and tools to support your own healing journey. But you can follow me on Instagram at mountainhollowmedicinals and keep in touch with me. And please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash mountainhollow. Every Patreon subscriber starting at the $2 a month level has access to all of the many gifts, um, exclusive gifts from the podcast guests, along with monthly tarot readings um, and any additional offerings and gifts I have to give you. And you also have access to all of the past workshops that have previously happened in the yurt space when it was open before this pandemic we are now in. So there is an array of alternative wellness and complementary medicinal courses on our Patreon page. Please check it out and you would be supporting the podcast as a Patreon supporter and my small business, which I run by myself as a mother of two here at home as my husband works full time and I continue to work in my community and offer as much access as I can to education on wellness. Thank you all so much, and I look forward to next time.